0: First Corinthians chapter number 11 and read just a few verses here as a text. Verses 23 through 26. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he brake it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this cup and drink this cup, ye ye do show the Lord's death till he come. It is my custom, as we observe the Lord's Supper, to speak either on that subject or a subject very near to it. I was thinking back, and I didn't go back and look at all my sermons and that I've got saved, but I was thinking back, a couple came to mind. I remember preaching one on uh, just the idea of remembrance, this doing remembrance of me. And remembering the physical, the spiritual agony that Christ endured on the cross for our sins. The picture of the blood that was shed for us in that, uh, the cup that we drink. The picture of His body that was beak, beaten and bruised, battered uh, in, in the bread that we eat. remember speaking once on the uh, subject of the unity at the table, how all Christians come as equals. Somebody doesn't get an extra large and somebody is small. We all come and we're equals. Uh, in The same thing as salvation. We all come to God as sinners before Him. We all receive the same grace the same salvation. Um, It's a great, great, wonderful picture of God's salvation for us. Now, I may cover some of that same ground a little bit as we go on, but my theme today, I want to speak on the subject of till He comes. We'll look a little bit beyond that initial observance of the Lord's Supper and Maybe a little bit beyond the, you have types, a picture, and then you have the antitype, which is the fulfillment, but the, the antitype of, of the Lord's Supper, uh, the, 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 his suffering at Calvary. Beyond the centuries of gatherings of believers that have gathered and kept this memorial. To me, that's one of the most pro- profound things when you observe the Lord's Supper, is to think of how many other believers across this world throughout the centuries, these last two millennia, have done this very thing that we're about to do. Oh, they may not have had fancy little plastic cups and things, but this simple ceremony of remembrance, how many people have done that? I want to look even beyond even our present observance just a little bit. I want to focus just on those last few words there, verse number 26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till He come. Till He comes. Jesus, our Savior, is coming again. Isn't that a wonderful thought? Isn't that a blessing? Isn't that an encouragement for us today? The blessed hope that we have that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be just fine. At the end of all things, right will prevail. Sometimes you wonder if that's really happening. At the end of all things, the evil will prevail be defeated, it will be vanquished. Oh, we long for that day. That our Lord that we love with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind will be glorified above all. That before Him every knee will bow and every tongue confess that He is Lord. What a day that will be when He comes again. But till He comes, first off, I want us to remember that till He comes, we need to remember what He did. Till, we, till He comes, we need to remember what He did. Every man, woman, and child is has drawn breath on this earth is a sinner in the eyes of God. Before His divine law, we are all guilty. We are broken by sin. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. None of us deserve his love. None of us deserve the sacrifice that Christ did. But out of God's great love, he did that for us. Our sins, no matter how we classify them, we like to think, oh, that's a big one. That's a little one. In God's eyes, it's all sin. It's all terrible. They're all a crime against our Maker. And the holy and just God. Decree the death penalty on all that sin against Him. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death. That price that must be paid. That divine law has, has shouted out throughout this universe. That here is the doom that awaits mankind. Hard as we try, we cannot keep from sinning. Hard as we work, we can't atone. We can't wipe off one single sin stain from our record. All humanity condemned before God. All humanity doomed to an eternity separated from Him. And all seems hopeless. We're talking about till He comes though, but aren't you glad that He already came? All seemed hopeless, but Jesus came. He was born of a virgin. He was a spotless Lamb of God, never touched by the corruption of sin. We can't even stay pure and holy he can't be anything but pure and holy. He was not subject to the that death penalty of sin. Yet, He died for us. I thought of the words that Charles Wesley wrote. He left His Father's throne above so free, so infinite His grace. Emptied Himself of all but love and bled for Adam's helpless race. Tis mercy all, immense and free, for oh my God, it found out me. I'm so glad I read the first part of Romans six twenty three. The wages of sin is death. I'm glad it doesn't stop right there. I didn't pay attention. What is that? It's a semicolon. There's a semicolon right there. We keep we we keep on going. There's more there's more to it. The rest of that verse says, But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. <laughs> what love there is in that Romans five eight. But God commendeth His love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The free gift of salvation offered freely to all to be accepted by our full faith in Christ. I was thinking about the other day. It's been a while since I, I, I shared my testimony and I thought, you know, it's about time to do that. I told you all before, but I, I just like to tell it. Testimonies never get old. They're like Twinkies. They just—they're always good, you know. And nobody. But when I was about four years old, sitting in a Sunday morning church service, Leroy Jackson was up there preaching and preaching about hell, and oh, it scared me to death. Oh, I—I I knew I was condemned before God, and somehow missed the good part of the story. All I could knew was that I was a sinner as a four-year-old before God. And, that day I can I can remember the space in between our the morning and evening service being out there and just having this burden on my heart and I remember sitting on the little we had a Crayola um, swing set. The the bars looked like Crayola crayons. I remember sitting on that saying, God, I, what am I supposed to do? And <clears throat> that evening brother 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 Horton's pastor over there to manual now we went in the preacher's office, a little couch that used to sit inside there the door and Went in there. He took his Bible, basically showed me the same verses I've been reading off here. I remember, as a four-year-old, he, him telling me, you know, when well, everybody's everybody is sinned. everybody's done wrong. You know, have you done wrong? And I've talked to a lot of four-year-olds before, and they'll say, no, I've never done anything wrong. I'm like you are right now. You're lying to me. <laughs> but I remember as a four-year-old kid saying, oh, yes, I have. And and I've told you that the sin that 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 was just burdening my heart so badly. Was that uh, me and my cousin had been uh, playing out in the yard in one of those blue plastic kiddie pools while my dad was milking the cows and uh, one of the mama cats had come by and we uh, we gave the mama cat a bath, drowned it, and uh, all I could think about that I had murdered that cat. That's that was that was the sin that was just breaking my heart. So well that's silly. Well, you know, little little kid little kids' hearts are so tender, even the smallest thing. Uh, and just break a little child's heart, and that 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 was what just broke my heart thinking about how i had murdered that cat. Some people think you get to heaven for killing cats, but no, no. In this case, I boy, I, I mean that was just weighing down on my heart. Now I remember him telling me about Jesus. I remember praying a prayer that Christ would save me. And I'm going to tell you, I can remember walking out of that office and uh, walked out of the door and you you turn right and there's the double doors going out. I remember walking outside those doors feeling like the weight of the universe was off my shoulders. I kid you not, it was like the the sun was shining brighter and the birds sing. I I mean, I could tell something had happened. Jesus says, come to Him with the faith of a child and I experienced that myself. I know others can give similar testimonies, maybe without murdering cats, but you, you can probably give a similar testimony that you came to him as a child hearing this great news and accepting. Maybe you're by the way, I don't care how old you are, you can be older than the Gainers or older than Max Maxine or anybody in here. You can double their age. You can still come to Christ. It's good. As long as you can understand it and accept that free gift, that offer is open to all as we come to this time, we need to remember the price of our sins that Christ paid for us. It wasn't a little thing. I've had people buy things for me before. You ever had somebody pick up your ticket at the restaurant? They come by and say, oh yeah, your ticket's paid for. Well, hey, what a blessing. That was nice. Well, hey, this was a, a ticket we couldn't pay. And it wasn't just swiping a card. He gave His life. He endured the agony, the beating, the scoffing for us. So till He comes, we need to remember what Christ did. Second, I would say, till He comes, we need to stay close as a church family. I know that there's other Christians in the world. We're, you didn't know this. We're not the only Christians in town, okay? There's more than us. <laughs> there's more in this world than just us. For honest, there's probably a lot better Christians out there in this area than, than we are. Uh, we say so through Humility. But I'm, I'm a firm believer in the local church. Local assemblies of believers that gather and worship and serve. And the Lord's Supper, I believe, is a gift to the local church, to these local assemblies of believers. And as we gather as a church family, we humble ourselves before Him, knowing where we would be without Him. We testify to the power of His saving grace in our lives we remember His sacrifice in the elements of the bread and the cup of the Lord's Supper. Just thinking back to being in band. I was in band. I will see, good not when that start was on fifth or sixth grade, on through middle school. Was in band. I went from playing about seventh chair trumpet to being first chair tuba. There was only two of us. There was a lot of competition there, but. uh Anyway, play, play, playing in the band, and every now and then, and it really wasn't often enough, uh, the band director would get up there, and he had a little, little machine on the card. It was a, it was a tuner. It had a little spinning wheel, and I never really could figure out how to read that thing, but you'd, he'd, he'd get it on there, and he'd say, okay, play an A for me, and then you go down the line, and, and they play the note, and he'd say, you're a little sharp, you're a little flat, and and so like on a trumpet you'd have a little valve and you'd you know, slide that thing out a little bit and you're like, okay, okay, that that's good, that's good. And you go on down to the next person. But we'd all go down the line and we would tune our instruments. You can do that with a tuning fork if you know what to listen for. You hit that tune, you get that pitch and and okay, well, it needs to go a little bit more, a little bit less. But everybody getting on the same pitch and the same tune. I think that's sort of what we do as a church family when we observe the Lord's Supper. That pure tone of salvation is sounded again, and we kind of harmonize our hearts to it. The third thing I will to say is that till he comes, we need to stay faithful. We do not know when Christ will return. Paul thought it would be in his day. The great saints of old thought it would be during their their day, but I'm gonna tell you we've been studying Revelation in, in Sunday school and I know we've done a few series and spoke on that uh, throughout, th- over these last five or so years. but I tell you, the, you look at the signs of this world today. Revelation makes so much more sense today than it did a century ago. I, 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 I like old preachers, but a lot of the old books on Revelation, uh, it, it makes so much more. There's, there's parts of it that didn't make sense, I, I think, even 50 years ago or 20 years ago that makes sense today. As you see technology in the world, I'll tell you a lot of it didn't make sense till after COVID. And seeing the world's reaction to the COVID and stuff, uh, it kind of scared me how much more real some of the things that are said to come. Uh, they, they seem so much more probable now. I was thinking, and Lori will appreciate this, but uh, I was thinking about the idea of Christ coming. And Thought about going to a hockey game. Hockey games, TV doesn't do them justice. You got to be there for the the blood and everything. No, but the the, how fast it is and the excitement, the adrenaline. It's a it's a it's fun to go see a good hockey game. But one of the things I like, and it's weird, but one of the things I like at the hockey game, I think it's because I want to be an announcer deep down (laughs) somewhere. But at the end, there's three periods, or not quarters. There's three periods. And at the very end of each one of those periods, 20 minutes, right? 20 minutes, yeah, three 20-minute periods. They get two times. see? that way. The three periods. At the end, the announcer comes on, and I don't know, the, I, I remember the guy, when, oh, listen to Go girl, he go, one minute, one minute remaining in the first period. What was that? Was he telling everybody, like, okay, folks, it's about time to go home. It's kind of like you have ever been in a store and they start turning out the lights on you? Um, I was in Goodwill once, and there's about five minutes before it was closed, and all of a sudden, all the lights went out. I'm like, okay, i think taking the hint. I think I'm about to go. <laughs> but why do they announce to the players and to the crowd that there's one minute left in each of those periods? Is it so they can already, okay, well, I guess I'm about to get off. I, I need to start picking up my sticks and get my skates because we got to leave. No, what they're doing is saying, you better hurry up. It's time to play harder. we got to finish strong. If you're going to do something, you've got 60 seconds to get it done right now. What is that a cue for? It's a cue to get busy. It's a call to finish strong. I'm going to tell you, I think we need to hear that same call. Time's growing short, I believe, for us. Is Christ coming today? I don't know. Is it coming next? I don't know. Is it coming five years? I don't know. Is it 50? I don't know. I just know it's soon and the shadows of things in this world make it look like it's awful close. And what is that? Is that a cue to prop our feet up and say, okay, well, don't have to worry about it. He's coming. i tell you what's a cue. We need to get busy. We need to get busy. We need to work for night is coming. We need to be busy. Stay faithful. The Lord's Supper isn't just a reminder of things past. It should be a catalyst to press us forward. Remembering that Christ died for us, remembering how He saves us, remembering that He is coming again. That while we're here on this earth, observing this as a as a church family, till He comes, we have an eye on the future because He is coming. Are you ready to meet Him this morning? It's a good time to do a checkup when we observe the Lord's Supper. Most important question. We ask ourselves, am I saved? Do I know that my sins are forgiven? They're under the blood of of, of Calvary. And we need to know that. need to nail that down. We can know that for sure. Second, I'd say we need to ask, am I part of a good church? Um, You know, there's a lot of good churches. I'm thankful there's a lot of good churches in our area. Honestly, there's other parts of this country that are not nearly so blessed. But am I part of a good church? And ask ourselves, am I active in service? What am I doing? Time's growing short. What can I do? What can I do for Him? And I want to ask ourselves also, am I longing for that wonderful day to come? Am I looking forward to the return of our Lord? To be honest, I remember as a, I'm 40 now, I'm old. I laugh at that every time, but remember being in high school and in college and thinking oh lord yes i want you to come but there's some things i want to experience i want to get married i want to have kids i I want to i want to do things i I want i want to live my life a little bit and uh, you know it's kind of selfish and i think that's a little bit of, uh, of youth coming out in us but i tell you there's too many people we say, oh, Lord's coming. How are we looking forward to it? I think a lot of people are going to be awful sad to leave the things of this world that they've got their hands around. They're going to meet them in the air clutching <laughs> at the things they're leaving behind. Um, can we honestly say we're looking forward to seeing Him? We're looking forward to being in heaven with Him. The more you know Him, the more you know what lies ahead for the child of God. We'll tell you, the more I'm saying, Lord Jesus, come quickly. I'm ready for that. I'm tired of all this mess. I'm ready for that. Till He comes, let's be faithful. Till He comes, let's not forget what He did for us.